Hello, friends. Have you noticed that you can get caught up in consuming content? Or maybe you notice you are hyper, hyper focused on the doing. Empaths, we often consume. And I know because that was me too, soaking up information from all my favorite teachers and mentors. But it wasn't until I started focusing more on the being and embodiment work that the door to massive clarity was finally unlocked. And I no longer got confused about what was my energy versus everybody else's. I was able to become a more clear channel for creation and as a result, transform my life, business, and health. In fact, my meditation and embodiment practice is what helped me have a nearly $40,000 month this past January, see the highest downloaded month of the podcast, and finally release a lot of unnecessary stress. And my clients felt it and saw it in their lives too. It wasn't reading more articles. It wasn't doing more busy work. So I'm inviting you to graduate from the spongy empath consumer into the self-activated sovereign healer. You can take your podcast listening experience from, ooh, I feel seen, heard, and inspired to, holy shit, I actually feel different. My being has shifted. I am the embodiment of the woman I desire to be. The Third Eye Collective is a simple way to upgrade your experience and commit not only to a meditation practice that complements your healing, but also receive personalized coaching so you can be clear on what direct actions to implement into your highest goals. There are two simple ways to get involved at $11 or $22 a month with no commitment. So if this is calling your name, join this amazing and growing community. Welcome to the Healing Uncensored podcast. My name is Sarah Small, and I'm a life and success coach for empaths who want to create a thriving body, business, and life. Healing my own chronic illnesses as an empath led me to become fascinated with energy and more specifically, all of the emotional, spiritual, and holistic healing modalities my doctor never told me about. I began to share my insights and journey online and over time built a powerful community and business supporting women who were also on the pathway to healing. Think of this podcast as your uncensored and no BS guide to navigating life, health, and entrepreneurship as an empath. You'll get no nonsense and totally holistic tips from me in real time as I navigate this healing journey right beside you. Now, let's get started. Today's guest is one that you may recognize. She's been on the show before. She is a dear, dear friend. Her name is Tori Washington, and she is a spiritual business mentor, voice for wealth consciousness, and creator of the brand new Wealth Embodiment Flow that you're going to learn so much more about today in our conversation around wealth consciousness, more specifics around what the we flow is, what it looks like, how it feels. I've got to experience it myself, and I'll speak a little about my experience during our interview and at the end. And Tori's going to be sharing her story going from bankruptcy to consistent 10K months within a year. Amongst her community, she's known as the no bullshit soul sister that you've always wanted. And I feel so fortunate to have her in my circle and as a friend for 
gosh, I think over 10 years now. Her superpower is blending money mindset strategy with embodiment practices in order to help you amplify your magnetism for wealth and abundance. We're going to be talking also about the difference between money mindset versus embodiment practices and how you can really combine the two to amplify your frequency around wealth and around abundance so that you get to receive surplus overflow excess in your life. You get to achieve your biggest, hairiest, most audacious dreams and Tori is the woman to support you. There's so much she's going to be sharing You might even want to take notes today. (laughs) It's going to be good. So let's dive in. All right, girl, Tori, you are with me today. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, hi. I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm good. And I'm so excited to have you on. I just love our conversations. And yeah, you are, you are known as the no bullshit soul sister that we've all always wanted. And I am fortunate enough to have in my life. And so we're going to be talking about money in a no bullshit way today. And I'd love to start by having you share a little bit of your, your journey, your story around your own money mindset. And this is something I didn't even know about you for a long time. So I think that listeners are going to be really interested in the journey and, and really inspired by the journey that you've been able to create in your own life and your own business. Mm, thank you. First of all, I receive, you can't see me, but I was dancing in my seat. <laughs> um, thank you. I love you, Sarah, our friendship and being on the show is always the best because I can be my full self and you create such a beautiful space for conversation. So I'm happy to be here. Yeah. My money story. And I've kind of, as I launched this, my new program, wealth embodiment flow, it's so funny because I'm reliving that story again and I'm, I'm relearning it as a way to master it. And so I'm going to just start from the beginning from childhood and kind of hop around from there because it all makes sense at the end. So I grew up in a household where I wasn't told that we're struggling for money. It was always this hidden thing if we were struggling and they wanted to make sure that we were not aware of what was happening. Mm -hmm. But as an intuitive, empathic child, I always sensed when money was a stress, so stressor. So that created tension in my body and unsafety in my body around money at a really young age. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of inconsistency where like one year we would do great as a family. And then there was when my parents got divorced, things just totally went to the other side. Mm -hmm. And I made the decision as a teenager that money's inconsistent. It's not trustworthy and I don't want anything to do with it because it causes stress. So I remember being 18 and telling my mom that I'm going to move to India, teach yoga, and I don't need money. I'm, I don't need money, okay? That is yeah. not, so I was like wearing my chucks and I was listening to Taking Back Sunday and didn't care about anyone. <laughs> um, so then I just disassociated with money, which I think a lot of people do between the ages of 17 and 20. They, there's no relationship. It's total mm-hmm. dissociation and you work with what you have when it's there and then when I graduated college and started to get a corporate job, you know, 30K sounded like mm. I was rich. This is amazing. I've never made that much money before. And I quickly realized that what the, what living paycheck to paycheck was like, because that's what yeah. was happening. I was like getting this paycheck and then spending it right away and just reliving my money roots of inconsistency 
when it's here, spend it, have fun. When it's not there, make it work, be resourceful. Mm -hmm. So that carried on throughout my early 20s. And I just thought that that's how it was. I think as a society, we're told to just be grateful for what you have and make it work. I'm from the Midwest, so I wasn't surrounded by, you know, rainbows and butterflies. People were hard workers, blue collar. Mm -hmm. And after my burnout of my corporate career, I shifted back into teaching yoga, which was my first love at at the age of 18. And we were just talking about it. You and I met (laughs) teaching yoga when we were like 20 years old. So I went back to that in my mid-20s and started managing yoga studios, really working in my passion, my purpose. So I didn't think that money came with that. I, again, I was in that mindset of like, I'm doing what I love and that means I must just accept what's on the table. Mm-hmm. What was on the table was like a $35,000 salary. So I was making a little bit more than my first job. And I remember preparing one night for the next day and it hit me how much I was giving. Like I was giving everything to this studio yet I didn't feel like I was receiving anything in return. Mm -hmm. And I realized that I wanted more money, but that came with the feelings of guilt and questioning and doubt of like, why do I want more money and who am I to want more money? I have this amazing job. Many people don't. Mm -hmm. So I moved through that and I remember typing up my first letter to like ask for a raise, which felt like I was preparing for war. It was like, how do I word this right? I needed to like convince them that I'm worth it. I asked them for the raise. They said no, Mm -hmm. which brought up so much for me. And that was the beginning of really noticing and understanding how much power money has and how much money had my power, how much I just had no relationship, no connection to it. And so asking for it felt so uncomfortable and receiving it felt uncomfortable, which is likely why I didn't get the raise. Mm -hmm. And so long story short, I ended up leaving that job and started my own business. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do my own thing and make my own damn money. Mm -hmm. You guys aren't going to pay me anymore. I have a gift to share. I'm ready for my own business. And Welcome to your spiritual awakening around <laughs> everything. So I started my business and I quickly realized that you get to heal your money roots when you start your business. I think anytime you're stepping into new income levels, there's like an initiation involved with money. But I, yeah, I had such a sticky energy around what do I price my stuff as? What's the market doing? It was like all this confusion. and. I remember my first coaching package was like $800 or something. And just a simple feeling of knowing I had control over where the money came from or had like a say felt better than the corporate salary. Yeah. But I was still living client to client. So it was like, okay, this feels like living paycheck to paycheck. What the fuck? I thought it was going to be different. Mm-hmm. And then I hired my first coach. I took some money courses. I took, um, a bunch of um, Tony Robbins lessons and just like really, really worked to understand this whole money world. Like I kept seeing on the internet that you could like manifest and there was like ways that you could energetically attract money. And I was like, how do you do that? Yeah. I remember my biggest month, it was $14,000 after having only made like $2,000 in my business. And I remember sitting on my couch and being like, holy fuck, 
what do you, how do I even, what do, who am I? Like, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Every month after that, my income dropped and fluctuated. Mm. And it occurred to me that I didn't feel safe having that much money. I didn't even know what to do in its presence. I didn't know how to be or how to hold it. And I was, I felt like I was slow dancing for the first time with this like guy and I was like tripping over everything until I just hit a wall. Mm -hmm. And then um, I ended up filing bankruptcy in my business. And that was my darkest hour with money. I remember being in the courthouse and looking at my lawyer and just being like, this is, how did I get here? Like what happened? And it was then that I really healed that I'm so grateful for that moment because I healed so much about my money roots. I remember making an agreement with myself that I will live financially free. This is happening for a specific purpose. And my mission on this planet is to end scarcity consciousness. Mm-hmm. I don't want any other business owner to have to be in, the, in this position. I mm-hmm. want to support wealthy women in expressing themselves fully. Mm-hmm. And everything changed. I had my first five-figure month shortly after bankruptcy and really started to practice behind the scenes some stuff that I hadn't seen anybody doing, but it was working for me because all the mindset stuff was sounding the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we've hit our six-figure year for six-figure year. Mm-hmm. It's still so exciting to say. Yeah. And our relationship with money feels free and so stable and powerful. Yeah. I love how open and honest you are about the roller coaster that can happen that is the ups and the downs. And when you hit a big month, that is not some promise that you're going to maintain and you can, but it doesn't always happen that way. And there can be dips and there's this ebb and this flow. And I find in my own process as well, there's when something really good happens and we hit this new level of uh, abundance and wealth that sometimes that scares the shit out of us and it does then uh, make us dip back down into a place that feels more comfortable, even though that our conscious mind says, I want more, I want more like, Oh, this money is fun. It's playful. Like I get to be my best self when I'm feeling super abundant and wealthy yet you hit it. You're there. It's your reality. And you're like, fuck no. And you dip back down into a place that, is where you just came from and you were trying to get out of. I'd love to hear just like your thoughts on what your idea of like why this happens to us. Like why do we dip and flow in such sometimes in drastic ways like from uh and there's a coach that I've worked with who openly shares that she had like a 50 something K month and then like a $3,000 month the next month. And so like crazy dips can happen. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what's happening to us energetically when that does happen? What's happening is our nervous system is in shock and your nervous system is connected to your survival and your safety. So in that moment of escalation or elevation in your income, your nervous system goes into shock. And like you just said, consciously, 
that lower amount of like 500 or 900, let's use that as an example, mm-hmm. that doesn't feel like it's enough, but in your nervous system and your body, mm-hmm. it feels more comfortable sustaining 900, 1,000, maybe 2,000. Mm-hmm. But anything above that throws off your survival mm-hmm. and there's fear of spending, mm-hmm. fear of losing, or fear of moving the money. Mm. So those three things can start to creep in sabotage. So I work with like my clients recently just hit a $15,000 month. Before that, their highest month in their business was five. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of energy that moved like tears, excitement, so much came up, Mm -hmm. amplified all of that and like rattled them. And they're both like looking at their bank account, afraid to do anything with the money because they're afraid they're going to dip too low. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, that starts to cause stress in the body, worrying about all that. Yeah, so yeah. then the, the mind goes to, and the body goes to, okay, go back to where you were. That was way more comfortable. That was way more safe. We know how to manage that. We don't know how to manage this. Mm-hmm. And I think the last thing that business owners and just humans in general, we don't want to feel stupid. We don't want to feel like we're not capable. Mm-hmm. So yeah, your nervous system is going into shock essentially. <laughs> yeah. And some something I recently learned in like my studies of neuroscience showed me mm-hmm. that anything that is unfamiliar, the brain automatically labels as a threat. It might yeah. be a let's say you've never seen a freaking puppy before, but so like there's a puppy, de- a little cute, like, you know, what most people want to pick it up and squeeze it puppy. But if you've never seen a freaking puppy before your brain will uh, identify it, label it as a threat. And so that's like one of those crazy circumstances where it's like, obviously this is good for you. You like, or the puppy's really cute and, and like, it, it's going to be like a great companion, but the brain doesn't know that yet. And so it's like threat, threat, threat until it gets more familiar with that feeling. And I think that really leads into the embodiment of a frequency. So there's one thing to like, consciously state what you desire, say what you desire out loud. And it's a different thing to embody the energy of that thing so that you feel it in your body and it becomes more familiar so that then you can easily welcome in and open yourself up to receive 20, 30, 50 K months. And it's not so like, Oh shit, what's happening? And instead it's like, oh no, I practiced this. I know what this felt like in my body before I even had it. So you mentioned before too, like I've heard so many regurgitated things over and over and over again in the world of money mindset. And I really think what you teach Tori is different because it brings in embodiment. So for those listeners who are like, well, what's the difference? How would you describe the difference between money mindset and a lot of things that you've been hearing around manifesting abundance versus the approach you take around embodiment? So with mindset only manifesting, we're using the mind to access the feeling. Mm-hmm. With embodiment, we're using the body to access the feeling. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I believe that this is more effective is because your body is the gateway to your, your nervous system. So whatever you rewire in your nervous system, like everything in your mind will 
figure itself out. Our mind is not actually that intelligent. Our body is such a record keeper. Mm-hmm. It's a record keeper of our pain, our pleasure, our memories, our desires, all the spectrum, the full spectrum. And all those things are what we're working with, with manifesting. So I look at it as like IV therapy right now. I could take all these herbs and shift my gut around to like get my gut to digest and take on the nutrients or I can get IV therapy, put it right into my bloodstream. <laughs> yeah. I'm obsessed with IV therapy right now. <laughs> so that's what I think about with embodiment is we're, we're going straight to the source. That's why it's so intense. That's why it's so effective. And I also feel like that is potentially a reason why people shy away from it a little bit is it's unfamiliar. It's Mm -hmm. different. So there is a place for mindset. I think that mindset work is a beautiful doorway to taking control and responsibility of your life. Um, But with money being so connected to our survival, I think that it's imperative that we incorporate embodiment just hands down. Yeah. You know, so... In my experience too, it helps to hold the frequency Mm -hmm. so that you aren't having these maybe big wins that then are followed by that dip back down, at least financially, as far as like wealth and abundance go. Cause you know, there are obviously other forms of wealth and abundance, but Mm -hmm. it seems like in my experience in my body, when I am like the container for that feeling and that frequency, it's easier to hold onto it versus when I'm just like thinking it or reading it or like journaling it. I feel like it's outside of the container almost, if you can imagine yeah. that. And yeah. instead it allows you to maintain that frequency so that you're creating a new normal, a a new level of abundance that you get to have and you get to receive and you get to maintain in your, your life. And it it just, to me on a cellular level, it feels very different than thinking good thoughts and instead feeling into. And I, I did a part of your like free, um, challenge. challenge, Yes. I I experienced your wealth embodiment flow for the first time. Uh, and I was so curious and I was just like really excited to try it after hearing it from you personally, but also like seeing sneak peeks on your Instagram, like what I need to experience this. Like, and so I, I did it right here in my office and it was so emotional because like, because like you were saying, it's like your body, it's coming from the body. And then that feeling is evoked through the movement. And it wasn't just, you know, dance in a way that makes you feel happy and joyful and fucking wealthy. It was like, no, what does scarcity look like in your body? And let's also experience what that feels like. So that brings us to what wealth embodiment, also known as we flow is. I'd love to hear your story of what it is in a nutshell and what it's done for you personally. And also how, cause this is a channeled process. Like spirit, spirit just was like, burp, burp, this is for you, Tori. Now you need to share this with the world. So how did this happen? So true. And I'm just envisioning you practicing this and it's making me, I'm geeking out right now. 
Um, yeah, so Wealth Embodiment Flow is a sequence of eight postures that teach you how to embody the eight vibrations of wealth. The first vibration of wealth, ironically enough, is scarcity. There's no way to know wealth without knowing your scarcity first. Mm-hmm. Just like there's no way to know success knowing failure. Yeah. So, or even like dark, like the sun without the moon, like darkness and, and light in our earth, right? Like you don't know s- sadness unless you know joy. Like there's always this du- dualities and polarities in our life. So that makes so much sense. Yes. Yes. And that's where mindset work falls short. Mm-hmm. Mindset work tries to get rid of scarcity. Embodiment allows you to understand your scarcity so deeply that when it does sneak up, you have full power. Mm-hmm. Whereas with mindset work, we're just trying to think positive thoughts, but we're humans. There's going to be moments when we experience scarcity and then we're less prepared. We don't know what's actually happening and we go into shame spirals or sabotage. Mm-hmm. So the first vibration of wealth is scarcity and you let your body show your mind what it does and what it experiences when it's in a scarcity hold. Mm-hmm. So the, the position is two fifths, which represents a scarcity hold. Mm-hmm. You will be blown away at, at what the body will show you. Mm-hmm. You either hide, you'll like for me, when I first did this, I started to cover my face. Mm-hmm. And it showed me in that moment that when I'm in a scarcity hold, I hide, I run, I don't want to be seen. So now in my business, when that starts, but I don't beat myself up, I say, where in my field is there scarcity? I get to love myself out of that. Mm-hmm. I get to use wealth embodiment flow to move up the ladder. Mm-hmm. But I think with, with what that really teaches us is a knowing, and that's what I'm so excited for women to experience is it doesn't have to feel so hard. You get to really know your body and what it does so that when it comes to the scarcity, it's not this huge thing. It's like, oh, I know that. My body showed me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We get to move up. It's almost like a a bridge or like kind of the rungs of the ladder as you're describing it. But to me, I'm also seeing it as this this bridge where mindset says you're here at point A and now I want you to think your way to point B the process that you've created is more that bridge from point A to point B of being like, okay, I don't expect you to wake up with a mindset of a multimillionaire when you've been, you know, living paycheck to paycheck and stuck in debt cycles or something like that. And instead let's create this like bridge for you to get there. And let's acknowledge that we all know what some it's probably relative to each of us, but we all have experienced some sense of scarcity and varying degree of scarcity in our life. And when I did my own scarcity grip here in my room and it was like, I I don't know, I know I'm like an emotional person to begin with, but I felt very emotional. Like, uh, like I wanted to cry and it was crazy because it was like, not of a long, I didn't sit here and like think about all, all the money things that have happened in my life. Instead, it was just by putting my body in that position and considering what does scarcity look like in my body that I was like snap transported there very quickly. And it felt emotional. Like I wanted to, I wanted to cover my heart, my chest, um, I think to protect myself and all the, the pain that I have experienced in my life. And it was like, Ooh, I need to protect myself from the world. Like this yeah. armor, the shield. 
and hearing that from you, having had this experience kind of just by myself in my office, <laughs> it's so interesting now to see that we're, we each have a different reaction to that in our, in the WeFlow process. Yeah. So cool. And the only thing you need for the scarcity posture is the two fists. Mm -hmm. The rest your body will show you it's going to look different for every woman. Mm -hmm. And I love what you just said. The, the one thing I love about the sequence is it's not asking you to relive the whole story where I think sometimes with mindset work, it has you go down memory lane and all this mm -hmm. shit. And it's like, no, the scarcity, you just need to understand the energy of it and how it's still showing up in your field. Mm -hmm. And a lot of women I've talked to, I've guided this process it's not just your scarcity. It's your mother's and your father's. It's ancestral. That's why when we go into the body, we're feeling like records of scarcity from this lifetime, past lifetimes. And we also have the opportunity to break, for, break, it, break free of it for future lifetimes, which is really powerful. Yeah. So once you move through the scarcity hold, then you transition into innate abundance, which is a beautiful transition that you learn. And there, for every single posture, a couple hand positions and a couple positions for your feet. But really, the rest is for your body to show your mind. Mm -hmm. And I guide you into different corners and different rooms to play. Mm -hmm. But it's really a treasure hunt of your own abundance, your own prosperity. Mm -hmm. And through the postures, we move up the eight vibrations of wealth into overflow, mm -hmm. which some women can have like an orgasm in that posture. Like at that point, you are so in it when you do the whole sequence together mm -hmm. it's pretty wild the amount of orgasmic freedom that you can access yeah and so the first time that you do the sequence all together it's it's like mind-blowing mm -hmm. and then the beautiful piece is you can now practice it on a daily basis like i just did it the other day I wasn't necessarily feeling broke. I don't think this is for just women who are like, I feel broke, I'm in debt. Mm -hmm. it's even for someone like me who's earning six figures, I make 10 to 15K a month. It feels great. I love it. And I just had a, a financial sesh with my partner for the first time and I felt naked financially <laughs> and all the shame came up and I was like, ah, here's my bank account. Yeah. So I have the scarcity hold that I moved through with that was shame connected to my mom. Mm -hmm. connected to my dad and I was able to clear that and keep moving mm -hmm. my your body is the pen and the space is the journal and you let your body move and teach your mind where it gets to go next mm -hmm. and it is emotional it's super emotional in a beautiful powerful potent way yeah yeah, I felt safe and supported the whole time. And it was amazing to me how simple the postures were, yet how much movement my body made in an organic, intuitive way with that simple guidance. And so I, I felt like I was doing everything, you know, quote, right, even though there's not one right way. I was like, no, I'm, I'm doing this. Like, this is how it's supposed to look in my body and what this looks for me. And this is the way it's, it's supposed to be. And, and my body's showing me wh where I'm holding on to scarcity or uh, limiting beliefs around money, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So Tori, you've had these, these moments with money and the energy of money, your relationship with money that 
I can relate to too, where it's like I asked for a raise at a job that was paying around 30K a year as a contractor and I was denied. They're like, no, we can't pay you more. And it just like hit so hard and it felt like the worst possible thing. It felt like the world was against me at some of those moments when I felt like this extreme lack and I did have a lot of debt. And it seems like as you've, you told your story, those moments of filing for bankruptcy, of not getting the raise, of leaving two different careers for you ultimately turned into these gifts, these opportunities that then led you to be a freaking teacher on money. Like who would have thought that the day, you know, you're walking and wearing whatever to whatever lawyer's office and being like, I need to, you know, responsibly do this, like file bankruptcy, that then that would take you along this pathway to abundance and wealth. And I, I feel like it is through that struggle, that challenge that ultimately turned into a gift that then makes you such a good teacher on this topic because you know what it feels like to be in that woman's shoes or anybody's shoes mm -hmm. to be able to teach this. Do you feel like those moments now are like, have more purpose and in, in meaning in your life? Mm, that's such a beautiful reflection. Yeah, I do. And at the time, obviously I was at such a low point with so much shame and I didn't tell anybody about it, but my partner, not even my best friends knew because I just felt like there was going to be this stamp on my forehead. I was like, mm -hmm. there's so many labels out there that I was afraid I was going to be put under. And the reason why my clients and my students, I believe love working with me is because I genuinely know what they're feeling. So when I'm coaching the body, I'm not just pulling this out of my ass. I know what it's like to manifest absolutely nothing or like starting from nothing. From nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Manifesting something out of nothing. Mm -hmm. I also know what it feels like to hit six figures in your business when everything in your past told you that will never be so. Yeah. And I, and I believe that there's so many other entrepreneurs, you included, who have these money roots, have reached this success, and they're afraid to talk to their family about it, or their mom's never made that much money. There's just so much pain mm -hmm. with that has come with success, and I'm really on a mission to ending that. Success gets to be pleasure. Mm -hmm. Success gets to be pleasure. Success gets to be pleasure. And... I believe that I had to go through, I got to go through all those different lessons so I could know the variety of women. I work with nine to fivers and I work with spiritual entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. So I can really relate to both. Yeah. And I don't look at them as exclusive. I look at mm -hmm. them as if you want to take your income level to the next mm -hmm. elevation, my invitation is to get out of your head and into your body. Yeah. And I remember sitting in the backseat of a car, maybe an Uber or like, or Oksana's car, one of our um, um, colleagues, I guess you'd call her, fellow trainee student's car. We were in the backseat of somebody's car. Oh, for NLP. Yeah, for our NLP training. And you were like, Sarah, have you ever thought about teaching on money? And I was like, no, but I think you are going to teach on money. <laughs> we were busy that. We just left the Whole Foods. I remember yeah. that. I'm missing the term. 
Yep. I remember that. And it's like, here you are, I don't know, it's less than a year later and you have channeled such an amazing resource for like, I think what started for yourself, but then has now evolved into something that can really be for everybody on this planet. So I want to get back to that whole, like, how the hell did you channel this into your life? (laughs) Like, was there a moment you woke up and you're like scarcity grip hands and fists or like, (laughs) like what happened there? (laughs) So I remember it. I was, and they tell the story uh, through Wealth Embodiment Flow. Mm-hmm. Just, I remember being in my living room and I had reached a 10K month, but then the next month was like five. I was in a bunch of money courses. I was committed, like financial freedom. This is my year. This is my year. This is my year. And I was so in my head about it. I, I started getting confused. Every single money teacher felt like they were saying the same fucking thing. Yeah. And no offense to money mindset teachers, I love you. Please mm-hmm. keep doing what you're doing. But <laughs> yes. for me, it was just such a regurgitated message that I was losing my mind a little bit in terms, no pun intended, of like, how do I do this? Mm-hmm. And I remember like throwing down the pen. And I was like, this is bullshit. Like, I don't, I don't know how to make this work. And sustainability was the biggest thing here. Like, I knew how to attract money, but how the fuck do you sustain it? How do you keep doing it again and again? And I remember getting up and I was like, I just want to like shake this off. If I could take off like a scarf, that's what it felt like scarcity was like a scarf that I was wearing. Mm-hmm. And I put on some music and I, I know this sounds corny, but I just started moving and my hands literally went into fists and I just started, I started instead of resisting scarcity, I started moving with it and I was like moving it and it felt so good. I started to feel like I was freeing myself of it. And I, then it moved into another movement. And y'all, I mean, I would do this in my living room like every week. No mm-hmm. one knew I was doing this. Not even my partner. <laughs> Just like, wait till he leaves. <laughs> no, literally, Sarah, I would wait till he leaves. And then recently, I would say late last year, I started doing little snippets of my movement. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what do you do when I'm not home? <laughs> at that point didn't know and he would watch my instagram stories and actually i think you posted this survey where it's like ask your partner these questions and one of them what is what do i do with my spare time babe and he was like dance and cry (laughs) (laughs) yep (laughs) so i was in my living room i started doing this and then i went on a trip to sedona this past new year's and i i told told the universe I was communicating with the universe I'm like this is something help me put it together I do the same movements. I knew it in my body because it was showing me where to go mm-hmm. but I was like I need to put this on paper because I want to show other people how to do it especially yeah. private clients it was supposed to just be for my privates mm-hmm. but I was tired of just talking about it I'm like if I could show them this dance this mm-hmm. would be or this flow I should say mm-hmm. that would be so much more effective so I remember being in Sedona I'll never forget, I was on the Airbnb floor, I had the pen, and it all just came out. Eight vibrations of wealth, scarcity, innate abundance. We move all the way up, 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 up. I don't want to give them all away. Mm -hmm. And then all the way up into overflow. And I was like, okay, cool. That's the postures. Then I was able to create the different shapes for the postures. It created a sequence. I channeled all this music for it. The playlist is so delicious it's like it takes you on this whole journey and writing 
all this writing just started to come through of like how to talk about it, how to tangible, make it tangible. Mm-hmm. And I got back from the Sedona trip and I was like, okay, that sounds cool. Maybe next year I'll launch that. That's way too out there right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just kept practicing it myself. I was showing my private clients and then something kept knocking. I was like, you know what? This is, this is the most authentic thing I could ever, you know, put out there right now. It's a big conversation that I'm willing to hold and I'm calling forth all the women to mm-hmm. really stand in their wealthiest expression. Um, so that's how I channeled it. I channeled it for myself. And then if you ever been to Sedona, you want to have some trippy experiences, <laughs> go sit on one of those red rocks and you'll probably get, you'll get some messages. <laughs> Yeah, and my spiritual teacher, Bethany, who you also see, was like, you're going to just wait till you get to Sedona. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And yeah, it all flooded through. Mm, It's so good. Mm -hmm. So I think that also opens up a doorway to the woman who she may not be teaching on money or wealth or abundance, but she may want to teach and may have just like this, this like tickle in her throat that it says, I have something to share with the world. Like I have something to say. Mm-hmm. And for you, Tori, to really embody the bravery of this is really different and there's not anything out there like this and, and yet still trust that it needed to be birthed now and to go for it. What would you say to the woman who has an idea that feels edgy, that feels different, or that she has fear around really like blowing up and being like, no, I'm going to fully own this. And the idea of that kind of freaks her out. How, how have you worked through that part of this process of being like, no, I'm, this is happening. Like I get to do this. Mm. It's always been in me to do things a little bit different, but this is the first time I've really brushed up against my edges of fear around offending my community or mm-hmm. I have a lot of mindset teachers who are great friends here in San Diego. I, I'm in a community of women who you know, practice this work and the last thing I want to do is cut them short, but I also want to fully express the potential of this. So mm-hmm. that hesitation really held me back from launching this a lot sooner. I would say that you have one life and the sooner you detach from the program or the offer or the launch, the sooner you can see it in its wholeness. Mm -hmm. And I like to think of it as, as this channeled sequence is not me, but it chose me to be the voice of it. Mm -hmm. So every time I talk about it, I don't feel like I'm like, look at me. It's like, look at this thing. Look at this experience that you get to step into. Yeah. And with 2020 and just everything that's happening in the world, we have so much of the same. So being different is such a gift. Mm -hmm. People are looking and craving for a different taste, a different experience there. You can see it and you can feel it in the self-development community. Mm -hmm. People are really, really open to it more open than I think we are our ego lets us realize yeah and same thing for you Sarah like you just launched illuminated which no coach is really doing a a coaching coach training program 
I, I remember when you first mentioned that, and I was like, yeah, no one has, no one's ever <laughs> done something like that. And we get to listen to the hits that we get. And I remember sitting in my living room and I was like, if somebody launched this instead of me, how would I feel? Mm. And I was like, fuck no, I'm going <laughs> for it. So at the end of the day, it's like add a little bit of spice into it. It's like, if you don't do it, creativity is just an energy. It'll find another open channel. Yeah. And that would break my heart because I love this so much. I want to talk about this so much. I want to teach on it. It's yeah. my whole heart. And then it activates this reverence and this devotion, this warrior energy. And I think that energy is more powerful than hesitation mm -hmm. and fear. I felt that energy when I launched Illuminated. It was like, well, what if another coach creates this combination of modalities and techniques? And, and I know that I'm always going to teach differently and you're going to teach differently than anybody else and us from each other. But there was kind of that like niggle in my belly of like, no, I can't let that happen. Like, I feel so like meant to bring this and birth this into the world that there's, there's no waiting. Like this can't even be a question anymore. I just need to go. I need to start somewhere. I need to take the small action that leads into the big action and just put one foot in front of the other so that this starts to become more tangible and not just a creative flowing idea that may pop over to another open channel like you were talking about. So that that like a little, it's a little fire under your ass, really. That's yeah. like, if you don't do it, someone else is going to, and how would that make you feel? Because there's not like this monopoly on ideas. Like there, there, mm -hmm. there's this collective consciousness energy that it's no wonder that we see certain teachers, many teachers like speaking about similar things said in different ways, because we're all tapped into this collective consciousness. But I think like what you said is that as a group of people who are trying to better themselves and grow and step into their wealth consciousness, we are craving something different. We crave something that is unique that we haven't seen a million times before. And I'm just, I'm so proud of you to, to see you step into this and like, I hope you, yeah, you like fully, fully receive that. Cause I mean that with every ounce of my heart, like I'm so proud of you for creating this thing that is so different and is so authentic and unique and powerful. And it gave me personally all the feels. And I just think it's going to blow up. And if people wait to experience this, they're going to regret waiting to experience it. Just like we would have, would have regretted launching these different offerings. Like it's there for you. It's been birthed into the world. Go do it. Go try it. What the hell are people waiting for? for? <laughs> I feel that so deep. I was telling, I forgot how I was talking to this feels so big and I've hatched from it, this thing about me that this, I want this, it's like my child and I want it to grow up and live its best life. Yeah. And I see it being on the stages of Wanderlust. I'm pitching to them. I have a whole slew of of stages that it's going to be on in the next mm -hmm. year and in the nicest way possible i'm telling my community please say yes right now while it's 997 because it's probably never ever ever going to be this price again because it's it's my intention is this is a worldwide practice mm -hmm. the movement and financial empowerment yeah. so uh, everybody who's saying yes right now they're like the pioneers they're the the movers and the shakers who want to be the first wave of that movement. Mm -hmm. And I'll always remember their name because they said yes first. Mm -hmm. And 
when I'm dancing to this in Bali, we're doing a retreat on this and like, I'll remember this first launch and the women who said yes to it first Mm -hmm. and the example that they set. Yeah. It's really fun to get to be part of the first of something like that first experience that, that it's, it's the pioneer archetype of like, we are unearthing something new. We are like settling on a new normal, a new energy that hasn't been completely birthed into the world yet that like now it has, and it's going to be the first people to be able to experience that. And like, what an honor, what a pleasure to be able to feel that in your body and then embody this wealth consciousness, this abundance, this, like you said, that eventually leads to overflow and excess and surplus, which I realized in my own manifest manifestation practice was what I was leaving out. It was like, I was always asking for enough and I was never asking for a surplus and more than enough. And that was a huge mistake, huge mistake in my manifestation practice. Don't just ask for like what you need, ask for the surplus. I want, I, now I put this into my manifestation. It's like when I am co-creating with the universe, it's, I am making myself this energetic match and frequency in alignment with plenty of surplus that if there were some emergency, I would easily be able to pay our furnace just broke at the mountain house. It was like, okay, there's plenty of surplus to be able to fix the furnace, fill the propane tank, invest in my health, go on that trip, invest in a women's empowerment conference. (laughs) Like I just, there should, there can be, there should be, we get to have more than enough. There's no rule that says you just get to have enough why the fuck don't you get to have surplus? And I feel like I cut myself off from that possibility for so long and I'm so ready for there to be just so much surplus in my life that then allows you to give back in really beautiful ways too. It's not selfish. That, That right there is the purpose of We Flow is we need women like you to be in surplus because the change that the planet is thirsty for requires money. Like we're on earth. And so if all these women are fully expressed in their highest wealth, which is really just their version of overflow. We now have power and grace embodied on the planet. And that is what's going to shift Mm -hmm. so many, so many, so many things. And Mm -hmm. a lot of women aren't, I will speak for myself, especially I didn't know how to hold pleasure in my body. Yeah. I didn't know how to have an orgasm. Mm -hmm. I, I, that's not stuff that we're taught. All that's associated with the frequency of overflow. Mm-hmm. So when the women in the WeFlow get to that point, I mean, the expression that comes out is like, whew, mm. that's going to change the fucking world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to be in a room of like that, that energy, like that yeah. mm, feeling like, mm-hmm. <sighs> I, I, I'm in Colorado girl. I'm doing a, I'm in a planet class there. So Come on over, sister. I'm so excited for you. I, I am so fucking excited for you. And I am just so honored to call you my friend and to be on this journey side by side with you. How can people, like we've been talking the, this all up, so how can people uh, learn more, experience this in their body? There's going to be, I'm sure, many ways in the future, but for at least now, how can they get started? 
wealth embodiment flow is open for enrollment. So early bird is open for your viewers for a little bit longer to the end of this week. Mm -hmm. And they can go to bit.ly slash WeFlow course. All the details and information are on there. Mm -hmm. It's 50% movement. So of course, you're going to learn the postures. For this round only, I'm adding eight mentorship sessions. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be guiding you through each level of your experience. So mm -hmm. that's on my Instagram bio at I am Tori Washington. Mm -hmm. And the course is open till March 20th. So I think that's like 10 more days. Mm -hmm. And this first round of women, we're going to go all the way in and they'll get to experience it from start to finish, which is so, so excited. And I know people who are listening are like, what is this? I need to go like look at it on the um, sales page. There's actually a video that shows you a sample of just an example of what it would look like. But of course, like Sarah said, like you said, I don't know why I'm acting like you're not right in front of me. <laughs> uh, like you said, it's different for every single person in terms of how they're going to move their body. Mm -hmm. um, but I think the video is helpful just to understand their reverence and the strength. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it just, the, when I've seen you in that video, you put off such a potent, powerful energy that I think is just it definitely permeates the screen in a way that I think people can really see what's, what this is all about without knowing all the details. They yeah. can at least get an, a good idea of what that could look like in their body by, by seeing that example. So make sure y'all go follow Tori uh, at I am Tori Washington on Instagram and we'll uh, link in the show notes to her wealth embodiment course. It's just going to be amazing. And thank you so much for being just a fantastic friend, a fantastic human being and for coming on the show today. Thank you, Sarah. I love you so big. I hope you loved that episode as much as I did. It's always so much fun jamming out with friends on the show like Tori. And we are going to make it a no brainer for you to join her for the wealth embodiment flow course. How are we going to do that? Well, she and I got to talking after the interview, and I decided that when you sign up through my affiliate link, which is bit.ly backslash Sarah We Flow, it's also linked in the show notes, make it super easy for you guys. When you sign up through that link, I am going to include for free as a bonus the Lightworkers Library. When you join the Lightworkers Library, you also get access to the Healing Activation Portal. It is a $647 value that you get for completely free when you join her for your course, only when you use my link to sign up. The 30 activations that you're going to get inside of the Healing Activation Portal incorporate guided meditation, vibrational medicine, and deep soul work. It is a beautiful complement to the embodiment practice that you're going to learn and experience with Tori inside of the We Flow experience. I just want to read a testimonial from the Healing Activation Portal so you can get a sense of what this experience will also be like. My friend and client Lexi wrote, I love, love, love the Healing Activation Portal. I had so many breakthroughs from the comfort of my own home, and even though some of it was hard, it was so much healing. 
Sarah held space so well for me during the more challenging times and I felt very supported. I'm going back to the meditations over and over and I already want more. So this is a different type of meditation experience and what makes it different is that not only do I incorporate a powerful biofeedback device called the MyHealth that is used in broadcast mode and has been shown in, in research to be effective for reducing stress, releasing and re-educating energy flow in your body, your muscles, your nerves, your organs and, and other areas of the human body. It's also been used to release any energy blockages or trigger points. So we are incorporating that biofeedback device in the recordings infused into the frequency of the recordings, as well as vibrational medicine. They're more than half of these are just channeled meditations and they're intuitively guided. And we're also utilizing what's called coherence. And HeartMath Institute measured the heart rate variability in students who were experiencing elevated emotions and saw that it caused what's called coherence. And that's another way of saying an even rhythmic heartbeat. And when we come together and we go through this process together and you go through the WeFlow experience together, we are amplified our energy as a community versus just as individuals. And so while you can do all of these practices from the comfort of your own home, you also get to experience it within a community that's going through the process with you. The Healing Activation Portal will help you shed your past programming so you can really open yourself up to the embodiment practices Tori is going to be teaching you. Helps you to surrender to your healing process, overcome healing plateaus, and open a doorway to what's possible for you. Then as you graduate into the the Lightworkers Library, there's 10 more activations that are really created to help the soul searcher uncover their purpose and take aligned action. This is for the light worker who is in any line of work. You might be an entrepreneur. You might not be. You might be working with women with chronic illness. You might be a fitness coach. You might be someone who works in corporate America. It does not matter, but you you are the light worker who wants to use your story in, in some sort of pain point or challenge you've been through in your life in order to not only overcome and, and show yourself how capable you are, but also to inspire others and activate your life's purpose. So how does that sound to you? If it is a hell fucking yes, I hope it is. You're not only going to get Tori's amazing course and like she was saying, like you're going to be a founding freaking member. You get to experience this before anyone else and before it blows up and everyone's talking about it. It's really entering at the ground level with Tori and then you get the support of these 40 additional activations through uh, my courses, the Lightworkers Library and the Healing Activation Portal to help you with things like self-worth, money beliefs, alignment with your purpose, releasing fear-based thoughts, and really owning your your unique magic. I just can't speak highly enough about how well these complement each other and how freaking excited I am to be able to offer this to you as a bonus when you sign up through my affiliate link for the Wealth Embodiment Flow course. It is still on early bird right now, so I encourage you to go sign up a freaking sap before the price increases by $500. Take action the one thing that I I feel like I hesitated in the beginning of my own business was to take action. There was all these fears. There was all this hesitation. There was comparisonitis and all these excuses that my mind was making because it was afraid. But that was just the part of me that was trying to play small. It was a part of me that was holding back from really owning my worth and seeing my truth and realizing that I was deserving of more. And I'm here to remind you that you are deserving of more and that you can have 
of all the things that you desire and you can hit those big, hairy, audacious goals. And so trust yourself, trust your intuition. If this feels like a once in a lifetime experience and opportunity, which it is, and it feels in alignment for you, don't wait, sister. I don't want you to regret this and I would love to support you and help facilitate your growth. Uh, Tori and I are both here for you to to ask questions and to answer your questions and to just be not only your cheerleader, but your guide and your mentor to help you step into that next level of your evolution, have freaking quantum leaps in your life and get so excited about what's next for you because really it's, it's, the potential is unlimited. You get to experience your best fucking life. And I, I just am so honored and humbled to be able to witness it. So you better jump on that bit.ly backslash Sarah we flow or check out the link in the show notes ASAP before spots fill up, before early bird runs out, before she begins. Let's freaking do it. Make 2020 an amazing year and I'll see you next time.